My name is Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor, and you are listening to Manifesting 101, the podcast. This is episode 12. Yes, buddy. We are going to end the first season at 15, so you have all of that time in between to listen all over again and just take some refresher notes, right? So a little bit about me. Well, you can always go to hermanifestationmentor.com or you can go to kimberlyfitten.com. You can email me at info at kimberlyfitten.com or you can leave me a message, but only on the Anchor app. You can share your testimonies, your questions, frustrations, what you found funny, any feedback. I think it's super dope that you're listening. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for really, um, actually, I'm manifesting right now as I'm speaking. One of my affirmations was about the listening, listenership, and the numbers I wanted to see. And I'll be I'll be Jim Brown if I'm not, if I'm not seeing that. So just before I started recording, I checked the analytics and I'm like, word, well, awesome. And then I saw the countries expand. So the funny thing was we had like one person in another country and it was like Canada, which, you know, that's just right up the street, girl. And when I saw the analytics this time, it was Norway, the United Kingdom, um, Africa. Like, that's what, that is what's up. Y'all manifesting all over the place. So I think that's super dope. I don't want to skip our 17 seconds, but I just want to let you know, I'm not on here to sell you anything. And if you ever want some manifestation guides um, and you want to trade and sew in, to the Manifesting 101 podcast, you can go to enochandanastasia.com. That's one of my Shopify stores and it has meditations and the Bible of Abundance, something I wrote for um, people to truly understand what the Bible says about abundance and how to walk that um, out every day and how to reap that every day. And then there's also YouTube, which is like free 99 or in some of the other episodes, um, I mentioned the Law of Attraction um, library, and that's by Justin Perry. It has a bunch of free stuff in there. I mean, there's free information everywhere because those who are really manifesting know that if you're looking to get rich by charging people for information, that really you should be giving out free because you freely received it. You're putting another seed into the ground, but that's another that's another episode. So. Let's get our 17 seconds in. I'm extremely, extremely grateful. You ready? You ready? I'm sorry, I didn't count us down. Let's go. So I'm extremely grateful for family, my coworkers, our friends, the listenership on this podcast, on Spotify, on Anchor, on Apple, wherever you're watching. I mean, wherever you're listening. I am super thankful for Morning Mindset Crew, um, I ask them to consider giving to a friend of mine who was purchasing a vehicle for someone and they needed $800. It was a mother that was out of prison 
and starting her life over again and wanted eight hundred dollars to buy a car and I said, I'll, I sent some money and then just open it up to the to the viewers, to the family, the MMC crew. And y'all really showed out. She got the car. She got months of insurance paid for. You guys just really showed out. And, and I, I think that's awesome. And of course, we are beyond 17 seconds. And I don't have enough words to say thank you. And so hopefully that will suffice. Thinking about giving away some stuff. Um, I've given away some Kate Spade purses before. I'm going to do that again, I think, um, because my viewership is, is mainly female. But for the males, I'm going to get something for you guys, too, because I see that percentage is increasing as well. Guess what we're going to talk about today? I, if you've never listened before, the main goal of me doing this podcast was I, I am antagonistic by nature. I love to debate. Um, I love to be right. Um intellectually, I love to have intellectual discourse. I thrive on it. Um, I have been to a lot of school. <laughs> I have the student loans to prove it. And um, one of the things that I uh, went to school for and took several classes in was theology, um, the study of religion and biblical um, principles as well. And what I found was that all of life's keys were always there, just hidden in plain sight because nobody ever wanted to talk about it because we would rather people be subjugated than free. So the main purpose of this podcast and my platform, period, is to undo the chains of legalism and religion and subjugation through low-level thinking that has been perpetuated, um, filtrated, throughout our religious systems, especially like those who are underrepresented populations, like the, the subjugation, um, using religion to subjugate um, people and keep the poor poor and the disenfranchised, you know, keep the neck on the disenfranchised. And so it is my life's joy to dispel these things. So we're going to talk about today uh, the Genesis brain. And you're really going to be pissed off if you are tied to legalism religion. Because I'm going to tell you, guess what? You are gods. You are. Uh, it says so in the Bible. And uh, it ain't changing, you know. Um, we like to quote Jesus all the time. And Jesus did say, ye are gods. Yes, he did. No, no joke. He, he said that. He, he definitely said that. So I'm going to give you, actually, it's in John 10 that he said it. And he was talking about, there is a context. And he was really referring to Genesis 1 and 26. So here's a deal. This is why it's called the Genesis brain. Because if you embrace what is right there in the first chapter you will know, you will begin to question everything you've ever been taught about how you approach even the whole idea of God and relationship, right? So just a couple of things that I'm going to give you, and you can really get this out of the Bible of Abundance. And what's so funny is a bunch of people went there. I think I mentioned Enoch and Anastasia, the last podcast episode. And 
I get there are a lot of people who purchase something something on there and I was just like, oh, okay, well, thank you. Um, but really you're so you're sowing a seed into yourself because if you really embrace what's in there, it's gonna change your life, especially when you've been praying to God from a place of please and not as a son. And the anytime they use a masculine pronoun in the Bible, if they're not talking about an actual person that was a, a man, they mean both sexes. So the concept of sons of God are not just guys. It's the whole human race. When you embrace who you are, you understand your inheritance. And poverty, especially those that are calling themselves believers and Christians, to be impoverished means that you aren't really embracing your sonship. If you don't believe that poverty is a state of mind, and if you don't believe that you can change your financial status, your and you can be impoverished mentally, physically, financially, and spiritually, but if you don't believe that it is all managed by the power of your brain and your thoughts, then you can go ahead and stop listening to me because it's not up for debate. I just got too much information. I got too much proof. There are too many people with the same, um, knowing the same stuff that I know that came way before me. This isn't new. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. And so like, there's nothing new under the sun, Ecclesiastes says. And that's very true. It's just when we uncover it and when we find it, right? So a couple things you need to embrace um, that would be beneficial to embrace. In Genesis, God is creating everything, right? He's pointing to the ground. He's pointing to the expanse of the air. I'm, I'm saying pointing figuratively, right? He's speaking and he's telling these things to produce, right? Um, speak to the ground, it produces. Speak to the water, it produces. When he makes the fish, he speaks to the water. He didn't speak to the ground, he speaks to the water, right? And the source that's producing, he speaks to. And when he makes us, he speaks to himself and the Elohim council and says, let us create man in our image. And I remember as a kid being like, why is God talking in the third person? <laughs> and I remember the adult I asked saying, well, that's just the way it's written. No, no. But we're not going to go down that rabbit hole um, today. In Genesis 1 and 26, he literally gives us his image and his dominion. Because, and I'm going to read it to you. We're actually going to go there. It's going to change your life. And I pray that you share this with someone else, but protect yourselves. You know what I'm saying? When I first got into this, I wanted to share the truth with anybody, but you can't share the truth with people who aren't willing to listen. Don't argue the truth. As Justin Abraham says, and I love this phrase, he says, you are powerful to disagree. And that is what I always give people whenever we're talking about anything. I do not argue with people. I don't debate. I only debate with my intellectual equals. Anybody else, you need to learn to be taught, right? So it, it's, um, and I'm not trying to be facetious or anything like that. Like when you know what you know, you know what you know. 
And if you've seen it change your lives and other people, your life and other people's lives, why would you argue it? Even if you were off your rocker, your life is amazing. You feel great. You feel wonderful and you're doing good. Why would you want to change that? Because someone else doesn't accept it. So when I first got in this journey, I wanted to share it and shout it from the rooftop. And people were like, um, I shared with you guys before that the person I was with was like, you're being sacrilegious. And the reason why I decided to do this um, episode was because I actually had a conversation with the same person maybe a week ago. Um, They were saying something and I was like, yeah, it's bound to happen for you because you are God. And they said no. Now, here's why I was so shocked that they would disagree with that. Because they're a pastor. You are God. When we accept Jesus as our personal savior, and listen, for those of you who aren't Christian, and um, I'm not trying to convert you. I really am not. I'm not even trying to convince you. If this makes you not listen, you're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I'm not trying to convert or convince you knew from day one when you're listening to the, to the podcast what my purpose was, right? So it's not surprising to hear me talk about God. I'm just going a little bit more in depth than I would. Because some of the feedback that I've been getting are questions. And so I, uh, from people who are tied to legalism and religion that are really struggling because they know what I'm saying is true and they feel that they're going to be ostracized or they're going to make God mad by doing exactly what he wants us to do. So I'm going to help you out here today. So I said, you are God. And they're like, no, I'm not. I said, but yes, you are. And the other person in the room just looked at me and smiled because we had had a separate conversation where I actually broke everything down and taught them a um, a new approach to prayer by taking dominion. So God gives us dominion and his image in 1 and 26, right? And I'm going to read the message. Nope, I'm not going to read the message version. I'm going to read the, the beloved King James because I know people think that is the one and only version and it's really not if you only knew the history so verse 26 i'm gonna actually go verse 25 and god made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and god saw that it was good remember that kind because in verse 26, he, he tells us who our kind is. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Everything. And verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male, female created he them. Any time that you see repetition, it's emphasis. So verse 27, they talk about the image of God repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Most importantly, he gave us himself. And then he gave us dominion over everything. How can you have dominion and not believe that you are limitless? What? What? How? It's two conflicting ideas, right? So if you go to Genesis 2 and 7, I'm going to maybe not blow your mind, but maybe it's not impossible. 
And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. In Genesis 1 and 26, the spirit of man is created out of God, not the body. The human was not created until the second chapter, verse 7. That's our flesh. We are spirit beings living a human experience, not humans living a spiritual experience. Living life in our limitless form is the norm, not an anomaly. So we are, if he made us out of his image, then we are him. If he gave us his breath, We are him. He gave us his image. He gave us dominion. He gave us his breath. So that's why we're always manifesting. So there are people who are like, how do I get into the vein of manifestation? How do I make sure that I'm manifesting all the time? Well, you're already doing it. You manifest all the time. Whatever you think, you're manifesting. The objective is to switch it. Change the narrative and understand that only good can come to you. And don't even receive anything less than that. And the episode that I'm going to do on next season will be how to change um, actual situations. Change what you receive. Like if you got to know how to change that and get a yes. And I'm not talking about from other people. I'm just talking about getting a yes from the same person that told you no. Anyway. The ye are gods and the Genesis brain is really simple. In John 10, Jesus makes reference to this because he wants man to know about their authority and their power. It's also mentioned in Psalms as well. It is important to embrace who we are and who we're made from, who we are connected to, So that we can understand it is our divine inheritance, our divine right to be rich. Last episode, I gave you guys some powerful affirmations. And one of those that I gave you, I'm inspired by Jake Ducey, changed um, to match what I wanted. And so I shared with you, it is my divine right to be wealthy. Why? Because I am made of God. In his image, given dominion. So the earth that he gave me dominion over has to yield whatever I say to it. Money comes to me when I call it. It's made in the earth. Come to me. I have dominion over you. Also, to be fruitful and to multiply just isn't about having babies. Multiply ideas, multiply businesses, multiply kindness, multiply love. Abundance in every area. So when we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, it says that we become one with him. And it calls us, the Bible calls us heirs and joint heirs. And that Christ is our brother. Well, if the Lord is our father, we call him Abba Father, right? The Lord's prayer, our father, Abba. That would make Jesus our brother. If God is our father and God has all this limitless wealth, Jesus is our brother. That would make us kids of God, right? Children of God, right? So then are we not God? 
Are we not? That's why I always like if, if it's the Lord's will, Lord willing. And it's always something good that we question. So when I grew up, I would always hear people say, I'm going to see you Wednesday, Lord willing. I get it. But what they're really emphasizing is the fact that they believe that they, there's a possibility they could make it till Wednesday. I have no thoughts in my head that say, man, I hope I, I get to see them. I hope I don't die before that. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to exalt anything negative. Man, I hope it happens for me. Why wouldn't it happen for you? Command it so. Command it so. I dare you right now. It's time for the activation. It is impossible to say that God is the ultimate creator and then talk poorly about the use of the word universe. Talk poorly about yourself and expect less. I don't really embrace the idea of serving a God that loves to keep me impoverished mentally, physically, financially, and spiritually. What? It's really oxymoronical when you think about it. And this is why some people see believers, Christians, as um, (laughs) unstable, double-talking, hypocritical, antiquated in thinking. I want to do an activation. It's really going to take you, and honestly, if you are in an environment where you're going to get talked about for doing this, do it when you're by yourself, or just do it. I want you to really embrace the fact that when you inhale and exhale, it is the breath of God. When he said, let there be, In his breath, what he said was to be, it came came to fruition. So when he breathed the breath of life into the huma that he prepared for our spirit forms, he gave us the activation power in his breath. Which is why I always mention the Ruach and the Rhema. The Ruach is the breath of God. The Rhema is his word, which is why we're always manifesting because the words coming out of our mouths belong to him because we are God. We are extensions of God. We are God manifested on the earth. So I want you to inhale and exhale. That is a beautiful exchange that's happening. You are taking and giving in your inhale and your exhale. This time when you inhale, I want you to inhale all of the goodness and everything that you ever said you could not get because you didn't think you were worthy. Maybe because of guilt or shame. Maybe it's because of what you were taught when you were a kid or what you were taught in church. You don't have to do a certain amount of good in order to be blessed. You're blessed simply because you exist. 
You don't have to have the approval of others to be blessed. You are blessed simply because you exist. You are the manifestation of God on the earth. How will you live limitlessly? I want you to inhale all the good. And I want you to exhale and release everything that anybody ever told you you couldn't get. Because God didn't want you to have it. Because God was mad at you. Um, You know, when people give human attributes to God who specifically, clearly said, stated, your thoughts are my thoughts and your ways are my ways. We are not alike in our thinking. So don't even try it. To paraphrase. I want you to let all that go. And then I want you to repeat as many times as possible. And you can do this in your head. Create a little mental diet. I am God. I am God. And if you get caught up on that, then you can add one more word. I am one with God. I am one with God. I am one with God. I have whatever he has. I am limitless just like him. I am powerful just like him. I want you to repeat that as many times as possible. And in my final thought, I do want to say with a question, why on earth would Jesus say greater work shall you do in my name if he didn't mean for us to do way better than he did? Everything Jesus did is bare minimum except for his sacrifice on the cross. And again, he said, greater work shall we do. I don't know what the greater work for your life looks like, but I know it all starts and all begins with you embracing the the limitless inheritance that a child of the infinite Abba has. Is there anything too hard for him? And there's nothing too hard for you. If you believe then believe fully. As always, your feedback is amazing and always welcomed. I want you to be great and I want you to do whatever you need to do to make sure that you charge your thoughts because after all, your thoughts shape your words and your words shape your world. If you don't like the world around you, maybe change your thoughts. All right, guys, have a good day.